Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome on this celebration of back-to-back AFC championships and headed to Super Bowl 55, trying to run it back. A guy that ran around and did some damage as a Kansas City Chief. Tamba Ali. Tamba, it is good to see you tonight, my friend. Tamba's with us tonight via Zoom. Hello, my friend, Tamba. And we're getting it set up here. Go, guys, go sit down and eat. Please. And Tamba, good evening, my friend, and welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. How are you? How are you? It is so good to see you, although via Zoom. I wish I could see you uh, in person, but it's been uh, a unique year. How are you and your family doing? We're doing wonderful. Um, still here in Kansas City. Um, but, yeah, we're doing great. I mean, I can't complain. Stay healthy. This is Stay lighting. healthy and take care of your crew. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you just your thoughts. Let's talk about yesterday's game for the Kansas City Chiefs to win back-to-back AFC championships. As a guy who has such great pride in wearing that uniform, what does it mean to you personally? What do you think it means to the Chiefs' kingdom to win back-to-back AFC titles and a chance to be a back-to-back Super Bowl champion? It's huge. Um, I, I can't lie. Uh, you know, we, we struggled to build that entire organization uh, when Andy Reid came in from a, you know, a mediocre team to – what it's doing now and to see Patrick um, being able to just take, take, you know, take this thing by the horn and just lead the team each game and, and, uh, and win games, even when they're down, like that's the the most gratifying thing is when uh, they're losing and they find a way to come back without, without even worrying about what's happening at the moment, just knowing that we're going to win the game. Um, but to, to see them do it consecutively, like this is their third year. They've been able to just get back to the final game and, and then win it twice. And now they're back in at the Super Bowl. It's, it's, it's gratifying as a former Chiefs just to keep watching it. Tom, but you played 12 years in this league. How difficult is it to do that, either to overcome personal obstacles or team obstacles when you basically, as a, you know, a figurative speech here to get kicked in the gut and then somehow come fighting back again. I mean, how unique is this? Uh, it, it's, it's like making history, and it's in a really, really profound way. I, I, I don't know if those guys would appreciate what's, what they have there. Um, you know, Coach Reed and his staff, uh, Clark Hunt, and how he, he has put the organization together, but... Uh, it's one of the most difficult things to do because when I got in the league, I was playing with guys like Casey Wegman and um, those guys, um, pretty much some of them wouldn't get past the first round of, of, of you know, playoff. And they would win a lot of games during the year, but they would be banged up. And when I was there, it would be the same thing. Just to, just to make the playoff was like a highlight for us. And 
in watching the team just overcome all these different obstacles, you know, you, you credit it to Coach Reed because he, he he's just a cool-headed coach that knows how to go about the business and he, he just takes care of business. And there's a lot I can say, but I'm, I'm really pleased watching it from a distance and how they have conducted themselves to win these type of games. But, Tomba, honestly, how much – you have you were part of building the bricks here. You were you were part of the foundation because when Andy Reid came here, you were here, and you saw it change. When did you notice it was changing? That wow, this could be special. And I want everybody in the Chiefs Kingdom to know those guys, you and Derek Johnson, who was on with me last week. Um, when that when the Super Bowl happened, I was seeing images of guys flash in front of my face, and you were one of those. But how gratifying is it to you? that you were a bricklayer in the success that they're having now? Well, it's pleasing because Coach, uh, he had, you know, high high respect for us, you know, Derek Johnson, myself, Dustin. Uh, he really looked toward, you know, to us and used to ask us questions, used to even talk with us when he was going to let players go. Um, but, yeah, I, I saw it changing. The culture was changing slowly not just from the game, but just how things was done in the, in, in, in the organization. And uh, they didn't stress the, the things that didn't make sense for football. If you wasn't interested in football, they didn't stress it. They knew that you wasn't going to be part of this thing. And uh, I saw that over time, uh, some of the players I wouldn't name, you know, easily he would just call us and say, hey, you know, I'm going to let this guy go. And we wouldn't be too happy about it, but we we have seen what what he was doing over time. There are guys that are not interested in football, and he doesn't want to keep those guys around because they're kind of they tarnish the culture. They they, they they turn it into something that's about them. Coach brought together a bunch of guys that love to play the game, and and makes makes this thing about the Chiefs. It's not about uh, Tamba Holly. It's not about Derek Johnson or, or Jamal Charles or Justin Houston. It's a chief's thing. And that's what I'm seeing throughout the entire organization on the field. Those guys, they, they get together. They don't, it seems like they're fearless. They just continue to play and have faith in, in the system that coach has, uh, put together. Again, we're talking with Tom Holly, one of the greatest players in chief's history, second all time in sacks in Chiefs history. Before I get into this defense, I want to ask you about this 2020 Chiefs defense. I want to ask you about Coach Reed because really the first week he was there, I noticed how he started to change the culture. But And this sounds trite, but he really cares. Like when he sits down to talk to you or me, he is generally interested in what we're about, what our background is. I mean, I found it refreshing and I found it unique, even though it shouldn't be, right? You think, well, that's just common sense. But did you experience that as well when you had early uh, discussions with Coach? Yeah, um, Coach made it an intimate situation. He knew you personally. He knew about your family. He was always, you know, asking about how things were doing at home. Um, it, you know, it was more than he cared for you genuinely. He, he's been around uh, a long time. So, you know, at, at the end of my career, I, I didn't I didn't appreciate what he was doing for me because I was so so um, egotistic in a sense of wanting to play, wanting to play. But, you know, he, he would sit me down and try to tell me that this thing is an anomaly. It's you've, you've done, you've done a lot. You, you need to realize that we're trying to get to the, the big boy. And now I'm looking back and saying, I didn't get it because I was always the guy. I always practiced hard. I always played hard and I always wanted to participate, but 
he was just trying to save me for my future, uh, trying to tell me that, you know, if you continue, you may not be able to walk. You may not be able to do the things you will enjoy for the rest of your life with your children. And like having a coach like that, it means more than just football. You know, it's not just about football because he knows he's going to have football players for the rest of his life. But the person that you become being around Coach Reed, like I always say to him, I want to be like you. I don't know how you do it, but uh, I would like to be like you, how you how you go about your business, how you treat the players. He gives you everything you ask for. I mean, when he got there, we said, oh, we want a rim in the, in the, in the locker room. He gave us a rim. We said, oh, well, we, we, we want to wear all red. We never did that prior, and he got that done. So there's so many things that he caters to with the, the guys on the team that it, it's, it's a no-brainer to go out and just lay it all out for him. Yeah, he's a great listener. Let me ask you about defense here. And we saw Frank Clark yesterday, uh, and we also saw Alex Okafor uh, make their presence felt. We've seen Tano Passigno, uh do great things. But as an outside defender that you played – Mm-hmm. How I mean, there's so much on these guys' plates. You got to play the run. You got to play the pass. You got to rush the passer when need be. You got to do your assignment. And how good is this group on the outside in doing those things? And just how much do they face week to week in their responsibilities? Um, numbers don't reflect um, what they're doing, and usually that's how we're graded in this league on what we're doing with numbers, but. As a defense as a whole, um, we know that the coach that's coaching them have been really fond of the playoff. He did it twice with the Giants. Um, so, and I, I think he knows how to play this cover two thing. And he allows these guys to go ahead and make plays. Um, when it comes to Frank and, and uh, the guys on the edge, they're really gifted players, um, but they're asked to do so many different things that kind of prohibits them for you to see how gifted they are, as in when we were there, they allowed us to to show our gift. They're asking some of those guys to play techniques that's not sack related. And so you can't really see how gifted, like uh, uh, the Nigerian, his name is pretty hard. (laughs) Come on, you're Liberian, you should know this. Alex Okafor, yeah. And Tom, I mean, I'm sorry, and Tano Passanio, yeah. I, yeah, yeah you, you don't get to see how gifted he is because he's asked to play, like you said, play to run, be in a certain position to to make sure that, you know, the team is we're blitzing guys from the outside and blitzing guys from the inside, bringing the safety, uh, going from two to three. So there's there's this shadow where you don't really get to see how they can tee off. But I think um, coach does that for the playoff in the playoff. You can see them starting to unleash them more. And um, and they're only, this is only going to get better because these are not small guys. These are big guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Bahali, our guest tonight, played with uh, point four Coach Reed, was part of Coach's first playoff victory as a Kansas City Chief. We'll talk about that and get into what Tomba is doing now. Uh, again, this is the Chiefs Kingdom Show, celebrating back-to-back AFC championships and getting ready for Super Bowl 55 in Tampa, Florida. Back with more on the Chiefs Kingdom Show after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Uh, again, back on the Chiefs Kingdom show, brought to you by Hy-Vee, the Hy-Vee Plus. I mentioned the outstanding program that is. You can sign up tonight. Free aisles online grocery delivery, free two-hour express grocery pickup, your own personal shopper, everyday fuel savings. You can join right now, high-v.com forward slash plus, high-v.com 
forward slash plus. And our player interviews all year long with our current players and our ambassadors and past players brought to you by Hellsburg. Hellsburg Diamonds serving the Chiefs Kingdom over 100 years at 200 locations throughout the Chiefs Kingdom. Talking about Andy Reid, he had another benchmark yesterday, 17 postseason wins as an NFL head coach. He's now fourth all-time on the list. Think about the three in front of him. Bill Belichick, Tom Landry, Don Shula. Next, Andy Reid. Yes, he is your head coach, and yes, he's taken the Chiefs' kingdom back to the Super Bowl. And yes, we have with us tonight a very special guest, Tom Bahali, second in Kansas City Chiefs uh, history with 89 and a half sacks, six-time Pro Bowler, 177 games. You were part of the first playoff victory Coach had in Kansas City. I will never, ever forget it. It was my first playoff win as the voice of the Chiefs in 22 years. Um, and DJ was talking about that last week, too. What, what did that game mean, walking off that field, getting a postseason victory? So yeah, I, I believe you're talking about when we went up there to the Texans. and We went we, to and Houston, we yeah, 30 to nothing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was it was very uplifting. I mean, I won't lie. Um, playing, I don't know that that might have been my ten or eleven season, and then having having to go somewhere and win a game. It was like one of the biggest accomplishments that we had uh, achieved at that time, especially in my career. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a great feeling. Like I said, that's we were just looking for a win. These guys are always now going to the the, the, the last dance. And Chase will play Tom Brady. In Tampa Bay, you had one of the greatest sacks on Tom Brady. Uh, he's not going to like it, but if people can find it, just try to find the video. It's awesome. That 2014 Monday Night Football game that was the loudest uh, in Chiefs history. They broke the Guinness Book of World Records that night. But you uh, you got after Tom Brady uh, throughout your career. You played him several times, but that sack strip fumble recovery was one of your best plays, my friend. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, at the moment, this, there's a split second there that I thought I was off sides because I dipped in my stance. And when I, I was so quick off the ball that when I got across, I had beat the tackle and I'm looking at Tom. I'm like, oh, no, I just got to hit his hand and I hit his hand. And then I'm like, the ball is there. Keep going. Because for <laughs> in my mind, I thought I was off sides. And then I watched the film and it's like I timed it. I, I couldn't time it any better for whatever it's worth. And <clears throat> yeah, it's one of those, uh, it reminds me that there are times that you're not in control of yourself. And it's almost like when I was at Penn state and we played Ohio state and I came around the edge and, and I uh, had that sack. And so it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, a, a double moment there. It's like, a <laughs> everybody needs to find that video. Cause it is awesome. I wish we could, for one play, suit you up in Super Bowl 55 and let Tom Brady go, oh, my God, it's Tom Bahali over there. What's, what's, what's he doing to my left here? He's going to relive 2014. Uh, but uh, tell us and catch us up. Now, you were always – it was fascinating to watch you do jujitsu, and you would do it at training camp. You'd do it in the summertime. You'd do it before practices or after practices. Have you stayed and kept up with your jujitsu uh, and how much you work with others in Kansas City with it? Yeah, um, I have an instructor that comes to my house. We've been doing this, I want to say, about five months straight now. He comes to my house. His name is Dave Midwest. Uh, it's up here in Overland Park. It's where I train since I'm not 
usually frequently now taking my trips to California to train with the Gracies. This is a division of the Gracies. So I, I train with him every morning, seven o'clock in the morning. We're in my, I have a dojo in my basement. So he comes in and he's teaching me uh, some of the, um, the stripes. I'm a purple belt, uh, second stripe. Usually there's four stripes to, to achieve the belt. And the next bell is brown for me, but I have to know all the blue belt, uh, first, second, third, and fourth stripe as if it was like second nature. So he's here teaching it to me. And I go up to his school and I'm able to teach it to some of his, uh, his pupils as well. And it's been one of those experiences where I really, really, I, I don't know why I picked up jujitsu, but I love it. It keeps me in shape and, um, you know. It was fascinating to always watch you. You had a tough practice, and he's doing jujitsu after practice. Like uh, you're a machine. I didn't think you had any lactic acid in you. Um, finally, before we let you go, you were always involved in music. Great writer, rap music uh, producer. Where are we at with that? Are you still involved? We do it. Uh, we still do music. We do, we're not doing it at the pace we were doing it at first. We, you know, we were hopping on the road, going on tours. Uh, we kind of pulled back a little because I have a family. I got married. Uh, to Mary. Her name is Mary Holly now. Uh, we have five children, uh, three of them, all boys, uh, <laughs> expect them to play in, hopefully in the National Football League if they're <laughs> anything like me. Um, but yeah, I still, I still do music. We actually have a compilation coming out on February 14th. It's, it's uh, called Love and Lights. So, you know, you, you hear a lot of love songs and and uh, so, but uh, if you like my music, it's very easy on the air and very rhythmic. So it it, it won't do anything detrimental. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> you're always me. a lover, not a fighter. Unless you <laughs> wanted to go after Tom Brady. Uh, thank you so much. God bless you, brother. Thanks for being with us tonight. It is awesome to see you on the Zoom call. But it's awesome to keep you involved here in Kansas City in the Chiefs Kingdom. Bless you. Uh, thank you, Mitch. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And I can't wait to get out of COVID. And I can see you and give you a hug. Tom Bahali, number 91 for the Kansas City Chiefs, our special guest tonight, celebrating back-to-back -back AFC championships and getting ready for Super Bowl 55. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.